Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Jake is on traveling tonight, so uh, it's just me. I'm going to run through and do the same sort of thing. He did highlight some of my favorite plays from the model that I've built. And tell you why I think they are going to win, just like he does. Maybe a little bit less in depth, might be a little bit quicker of an episode because my points are going to be short and sweet. Hope you like it. And then Jake will be back with us for Monday's episode. Here, we're talking about games scheduled to be played on Saturday, November 19th, 2022. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pixwithprofessor.comslash new for a primer. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you some things to think on, explain why certain plays are being made. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game, and as always, take what you like and leave the rest. If you have questions about any of these games or others, best place to get them answered by me or my friend Jake is on Discord. That can be accessed through Patreon. Link in the show description. As always, remember there are no locks and gambling. So what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans. That is A, B, and C grades. Indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we'd like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, like I said, be a little shorter and sweeter. So we're just going to get to it here. But before we do some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any college basketball and there'll be our college football content that this channel provides i've already mentioned the patreon check it out if you haven't yet lots of great benefits to be found there membership starts at just three dollars per month it's www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor but even if you don't check out the benefits that i'm offering over there i'm still thrilled that you're watching here with us all lines courtesy of bet online set up in the show description and current as the time of this recording on friday night again one of those benefits on patreon right when this gets finished recording, upload it there. Uh, otherwise, you're seeing this on YouTube the next morning. So uh, lines current, who knows how they'll move uh, throughout the first couple of weeks. We've seen some pretty big line movements. I think that'll die down a little bit as the season goes along, just because, um, you know, there's a little bit more information out there. There's a little bit less bouncing around. So that'll calm down a little bit, but there's still gonna be a lot of, a lot of line movements here. There's just too many games for it not to be but with that said, I'm going to drive right into my A-plus play of the day. i got a lot of A-grade plays from the model. My favorite, though, 2 p.m., Middle Tennessee State at Missouri State. This is a classic situation that if, if you're with me on the play of the day over on Patreon again, 3 bucks a month, you've heard me talk about this. I love a spot where I can get the home team laying a really short number where I think they're the better team and I'm laying a short number or I can – get a situation where it's like a pick them and I think they're dead even because I feel like that couple points really matters here close to zero. And so this is that exact spot. So I don't have the X's and O's breakdowns on these two teams other than to say the A plays mostly rolling, killed it again on Friday, at least as of the time of this recording, I don't think there's enough time left of the day for that to go too far awry. This is one that the model says should be 5.2. I locked it in and posted to Patreon at minus two. It's at currently minus three right now, and I'm still comfortable playing it at that number. One of the reasons I want to highlight it on here is, is minus three. I still think it's a go for this play. Minus three implies that Missouri State 
is maybe a little bit better or about the same. I'm giving for a lot of these teams home court only about two points. Some systems will still give three. So, you know, I could at two now to three, two to three. We're saying the two teams are even, and that's not what the model says. The model says that Missouri State is the better team. So I love laying a short number like this. They win more times than not. And it's unlikely to win by a close number. Given that the way teams play for overtime in these situations, we're not too likely to have a one point win, maybe a two point win. So, of course, locking that two is better. Uh, but I still think three is a perfectly fine number. So they both play the day for me. 2 p.m. Central, Missouri State minus two hosting Middle Tennessee State. A lot of B plays again today. My best B side. Also, 2 p.m. Central, Evansville at SMU. This is one that I locked in as a B grade play at Evansville plus 13. It's up to plus 13 and a half now. And this is what I'm always saying. The number moves towards the model about three out of four times. The other one out of four, um, it, it goes the other direction or, or maybe. One out of eight, it goes the other direction. One out of eight, it doesn't move at all. Uh, that's pretty rare with college basketball. So it is pretty much one out of four. It will go the other direction. That's going to happen from time to time where people are just going to disagree with the model. And that's fine. We don't take anything from it. We just kind of, unless it's injury, if it's injury related, and there's been a, there's been a lot of those here <laughs> this year where it's been last minute out of the blue. Somebody didn't play. We didn't, we didn't, you know, see it coming whatsoever. And so in, in that situation, you know, we take note, but otherwise, it's a situation where I'm not really concerned if the number goes against me. Um, half of all line moves are wrong, right? You'll probably heard me talking about this before. You know, a lot of line moves are right. A lot of line moves are wrong. So I'm not really worried about it. this one's kind of half point in the other direction. And at 13 and a half, Evans would actually be an A grade play. So it's listed as a B grade play on the sheet. That's why it's my best B side. Cause it's, it, it was already a B plus side at plus 13 and a half. It's, it's like an A minus side. So I love grabbing the 13 and a half with Evansville at SMU. So I think says this should be 11. SMU is the better team and they're at home. Absolutely. But Evansville can hang in there in this game. The pace isn't projected to be very fast at all. Uh, the, the books on a total of 137. And so anytime you have a game that we're not expecting to get up into the 140s, um, at least at least frequently, um, it's easier for the underdog to hang around. Now, if this game had a total of 160, I'd be a little bit more concerned. You know, if this is an SMU's football team, <laughs> I'd be a little bit more concerned about a big number like that thinking, who the heck knows how this game is going to play with all the runaway scoring, but that's not exactly what we're expecting here to see. Evansville is going to want to slow this down, get into an ugly game. I think they can hang in there, lose this by about eight or 10. So I love grabbing the 13 and a half with Evansville. That is officially my best B side. Now we're going to shake and bake without Jake. Jake struggled with ease. And, and we've talked about this a lot with him on these parlays that, they're really hard to hit, and you're going to go through lots of cold streaks. That's why I tend to not recommend parlays at all. You'll probably hear me talk about that in general. I'll, I'll give my quick spiel here real quick if you haven't heard it with parlays. I always recommend not putting the same team in multiple parlays. I always recommend keeping the number of teams low. And I always recommend, hey, if you don't like the play by itself, don't put it in parlay. I, I hear people say all the time, uh, they'll say, do, do you think this side's a good play? And, and I'll say, no, I don't, I don't think it makes sense uh, with the odds. I don't think they win a big enough time for that to be profitable. And they'll say, well, does it make sense in a parlay? Same answer. If you like it by itself, go in a parlay. If you like it in a parlay, you should be comfortable playing by itself. The only reason you wouldn't is because you think you're getting some positive correlation or because it's a bankroll management thing where you don't want to have a hundred plays out there or something like that. Uh, but we're still going to try to play only things we like. Uh, there's a pair here that I like in Coppin State at Marshall, 6 p.m. Central. Hopefully I can get Jake off the schneid with these and we can get this segment rolling here because sometimes with these – you know, little two team parlays, they, they can get rolling, right? I, I think we got a good shot in this one. I'm going to grab the 12 and a half points with Coppin State, locked it in as an A grade earlier at 13 and a half. I still think 12 and a half is fine. And I'm going to go over 
160 and a half. These two teams like to play fast. Can be a lot of points in this one. The model says about 160, but the model's not built to project at the very top and the very bottoms. It's going to struggle a little bit there. It's, it's not going to be completely way off necessarily, but it's going to have a harder time. If, if a game really should be like 110, it's never going to project 110. It's only going to project about 115. It's just, it, it's going to have a hard time getting there. And the same thing going up, if it really should be 165, 170, it's going to kind of tap out at, a, you know, in the low 160s. It's going to have a hard time because those are outliers. And that's not what a model is built to do. A model is built to be accurate for the majority of things, not the one-off weird cases. Right. So the fact that the models is 160 and the total is 160 and a half, I think we should be going over this. This is going to be a high scoring game, lots of points. And, and I know I just said I like grabbing the points with Evansville because I think it'll be a lower score and they can hang in there. I'm not as concerned here because I think Compensate can hang in this game. When you look at what they've done this year, I, I think they're a little bit better than they let on. Their, their bad loss was to Charlotte. And I talked about this. I, I think we, we've seen spurts of what Charlotte can do. Here in this tournament this weekend, I think it's a pretty solid basketball team. I think this is more about Charlotte than Coppin State. Uh, the rest of what I've seen from Coppin State, they look half decent. I'm not sure they can go on the road and win this game, but I think they can hang in there, give Marshall all they want. It's going to be an up and down game with lots of points. And if this game finishes something like, you know, 91 to 80, I would not be surprised whatsoever. So I'm going to go Coppin State plus 12 and a half and over 160 and a half as my same game parlay shake and bake without Jake. See if we can get us off the schneid here. I'm going to go back to some totals here as well. I'm going to go with getting high with the professor at 2 p.m. Central Eastern Michigan. I'm, I'm like the, the cool teacher, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Um, 2 p.m. Central Eastern Michigan and Oakland. I'm going to go over 156 and a half. It's kind of the same thing. Lather and repeat. I just said sideline projects 156 and a half or 156.3, excuse me. So basically pr projects the same thing. Uh, but the model has massively missed with these two teams with regards to how many points they've had. I mean, these two teams just play with their pants on fire, just up and down the court. It should be a wild, fun basketball game. I don't know if this is on ESPN Plus. You're probably watching a college, college football. I will be. Uh, but this could be a fun one just to keep up. Uh, the spread in this one's about four and a half. So we're talking about it should be a competitive game. And I just expect a ton of points. I think this one can easily get into the 160s. So I'm going to go over this Eastern Michigan and Oakland, just mainly off the fact that uh, the projections for these teams just cannot keep up with how many points they're scoring and how many points they're allowing. It's both a combination of the pace, combination of solid offense, and a combination of just not expending a lot of energy on defense, not good defensive schemes. I'm not really sure, but just, there's not a lot of defense happening when these teams play. There is a lot of offense, though. So I'm going to go over 156.5 in Eastern Michigan at Oakland. And to flip that script on the how low can you go, I've got an underplay that I like here. 6 p.m. Central, Princeton at Marist. And I'm, and I'm highlighting this for you, too. Just as an FYI, I do have an A-grade play on Marist plus seven. I think Marist can hang in there in this game at home. Not a lot of good defense in this game, but not a lot of good offense either. Princeton's got a above-average offense, but on the road – I expect them to struggle a little bit more than if this game was at home. Maris offense isn't that good. I expect this to be kind of an uglier type game. Again, not because it's great defense, but just because not great offense. But neither one of these teams really wants to push the pace. They're both in the bottom half on pace. And I mentioned this before, there's kind of a synergistic effect. We see it like with service academies in football when, the, when they're running the triple option and things are getting crazy like that. You know, 
a team going slow, then the other team goes slow, and then they go slower, and it's just like slow begets slow, right? And the same thing happens with speed, right? One team gets out there and, and football, specifically, one team gets out there to score, the other one scores, it just kind of can sometimes build off each other. You get these runaway games. I think SMU Houston from a couple weeks ago. The same thing happens in basketball, right? There's that synergistic effect of if, if neither team's wanting to push the pace, it can just kind of grind to a halt, kind of put you to sleep. If both teams are pushing the pace, going fast, it could just get out of hand. I think we're going to see a couple games already highlighted you know, go a little bit faster, push the pace, that sort of thing. This one's, I, I don't really see that happening based off what we've seen, what we project from these teams with regards to a pace standpoint, number of possessions of this game. I think there's going to be fewer possessions than the experts think. So I'm going to go under in this one. The number just locked in is 144 and a half. So I think this should be 138 and a half. Just does not think that this is going to be getting into the mid 140s, maybe up to 140, but not to the mid 140s. Uh, so that's my how low can you go? And again, just as a shameless plug here at A grade play on Maris plus seven, like grabbing those points. I think those are correlated to this has been a good spot for the a, a parlay if that's something you're interested in here, parlaying the under with Marius because those kind of play into each other. And this game grinds to a halt, and it's one of those that one of these teams is, you know, up, you know, a point with a minute and a half to go. Their team's going to like really look for a good possession. You know, maybe they, you know, they don't, you know, and they don't score, right? Good defensive possession. The other team gets, you know, down one or whatever, and then, you know, they get stopped, but they're going to look for really good possession. So it's one of those where it could just kind of grind down to the end, depending on how close it is. We got to worry about overtime, of course, on these unders, but I think Maris can hang in there. And I think this goes under, under 144 and a half is my official pick on that one. A lot of good college football, of course, on your Saturday, but two good college basketball games to keep an eye on. Both of them on a neutral site tournament. Uh, the first one's a little bit earlier in the day, right before this. So I'm going to highlight the one a little bit later in case you're watching this later in the day. 3 p.m. Central, Providence and Miami. I'm also highlighting this because I, I like the play in this one better. The, the other one, the number's gotten out a little bit out of hand. It's a little bit less exciting. And then this one, this is one that's that's worth watching. If you're going to pick one basketball game to watch in the midst of all the college football, this one, probably your best bet with regards to good play gambling-wise and good quality basketball. Providence and Miami, again, 3 p.m. Central. That's what it's scheduled. It might be a little more delayed from that just because, again, it's a, a neutral site game and an old tournament playing after another one. Silent says this should be Miami. Minus 4.2. So I'm laying the two and a half with Miami. Um, I, I just think Miami's a, a better team than Providence. I'm just not buying into this Providence team yet. Both these teams are 3-0. Uh, I, I just think that Miami's a team that we faded in a couple spots already this year when the number got too far out in front of them. We were successful with that. And now I just think it's time to go the other direction. I think that they can win this game. And again, the probability they won by one or two isn't extremely high, especially one is not extremely high. This doesn't mean I recommend buying down the point. It's probably not worth the investment. I would just lay whatever your book has. If you can shop around and get a two, that's even better because one point wins just don't happen that often in college basketball. But two does occasionally happen, but I still think at minus two and a half, it's a safe play. I think Miami's going to be up about five or so towards the end of this game. And then it's just hope nothing stupid happens with fouls and late game shenanigans. Miami can just hold on and win by four or seven, something like that. So I'm going to Miami minus two and a half. It's a B grade play officially for the model. And that's my must see TV play of the day. And one last one for you here over time. Don't have much to say about this one. I think it's pretty short and sweet. 4 p.m. Northeastern in Syracuse. I still don't believe in the Syracuse team. I still don't think the line's caught up to them. Louisville. You can at least make some cases of 
they're playing decent teams and they keep losing by one. And I don't know what to make of that. I, I still think, you know, the numbers kind of catching up. It's kind of a weird scenario. They're going to be in for a long year, but also it's just, it's, it's a little bit harder to judge this Syracuse team. I just don't think is that good with regards to laying these big numbers. I just don't think they've got the scoring, the defense, the depth, whatever it is to, to, to really dominate some of these teams. This game means a whole lot more to Northeastern than it does to Syracuse. I'm going to grab the 15 points with Northeastern. Again, I locked this in earlier at 16 and a half. It's an A grade play. It's down to 15 now. That's the official number I'm grading at for the show purposes at 15. And 15 is still an A grade. I still think it's way too many points. I think Syracuse wins this game, but I think they win it by eight, you know, 10, something like that. I, I just don't see them running away. They've, they've struggled to do that uh, here recently. And I don't really see why this one's any different. Assuming this game happens, because I know there's snow up in that area, I honestly have no idea. I'm not a weatherman. I have no idea how much we, we've all heard about the Buffalo, so I don't know how much that's getting into Syracuse. So it's kind of the ash if this game happens. I think that Northeastern um, can hang in there. I don't really see a huge home court advantage on this one. There's really no reason to get out in the cold and watch this game. I mean, a bunch of people don't even realize it's basketball season yet, right? Football team still kind of like hanging in there at Syracuse. So, I mean, I just don't, I could be wrong. I absolutely could be wrong. I, I just don't think if it's cold on a Saturday afternoon, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to have quite the same home court advantage as that place can have in a conference game on a, on a you know on a night game that sort of thing. I just think there's there's potentially better environments that get more fired up and give Syracuse more of a home field edge, home court edge than I think they're going to have in this one. Like I said, I, I just I see them being a nice easy win. But I don't think they win by 20. And, and if you're going to lay a number like this, you got to think winning by 20 is really on the table. And that just seems hard to fathom here with what we've seen from Syracuse. I'm going to grab the 15 with Northeastern as my overtime pick. And that's all I've got for you here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can enjoy all the sports betting content provided on this channel. Drop right to your feed. We'll be back again next week with more sports betting content. Three more college football episodes, six more college basketball episodes. Throughout this weekend, college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, there's so much happening right now. Best of luck in all of your betting endeavors. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.